morning. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today, so expect miracles. Remember how much God loves you. He never will leave you. He'll never forsake you. He is on your side. And thanks be to God who always gives us the victory. Thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph. As we start this day, as we go throughout this week, let's keep our focus on the goodness of God, the promises of God, which are yes and amen, that we have covenant keeping God, and he has a good covenant towards us. It's based on better promises than even the old covenant. It is a covenant full of blessing, a covenant full of power, a covenant full of strength, a covenant full of benefits, and we need to put our faith in God. And that as we live for him and make a stand for him, that every day in our life will receive supernatural assistance. So expect miracle day today. Know something good is going to happen to you today. Talk like it. You should say it right now. So go ahead and put that in the chat. Something good is going to happen to me today. Well, welcome to Faith in the Morning. Faith in the Morning exists to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. But before we go forward, let's pray. Father, we thank you. Because you are good and your mercy endures forever, there's no one like you. We thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you that you daily load us up with benefits. You forgive all of our iniquities. You heal all of our diseases. You redeem our life from destruction. You crown our life with loving kindness and tender mercies. You satisfy our mouth and our ears with good. You cause our youth renewed like the eagles. Your mercy is new and fresh to us every single morning. Great is your faithfulness toward us. Because of your faithfulness, because of your mercies, we are not consumed. We are grateful for everything you've done for us and that you continue to do for us and what you will do for us. We pray over this time we have together this morning that you grant us eyes to see, ears to hear, heart receiving, to know and understand what you have for us today so that we can live the lifestyle of faith, the life you call us to live, and we can live stable during unstable times. We pray according to 1 Timothy chapter 2 for those who are in authority. We pray for the president and the vice president, their cabinet. We pray for the Congress the Supreme Court, for our governors, for our mayors, for our city councilmen and women, for all the elected and appointed officials in this nation, every nation watching, we lift them up to you. We pray that you grant them wisdom and understanding, that you lead them and guide them the way that they should go. We pray they won't be so party conscious, called from the left or the right, but we pray they do what's best for this nation, above all things, put you first. We pray you surround with godly counsel, men and women full of faith in the Holy Ghost, who advise them, thus saith the Lord. And you remove from that council wicked and ungodly individuals who seek to pervert the right ways of the Lord. We pray some labors across the path to minister the words in a way they can receive it. We ask for their protection and the deliverance from all the plans of darkness. We ask for you to pour out your spirit upon them, upon our churches, upon our nations. We ask for a great awakening and great revival. And we receive these things and give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Go with me to John 14. We'll continue to talk about something we started last week. What how to be stable during unstable times. Our stability does not depend on the circumstance and the situation around us. Or say it this way, our stability should not depend on the circumstances and situations around us. That as believers, we can be stable even during unstable times. John 14. Look what Jesus said here. John 14. We'll look at verse 1 and then verse 27. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Now verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. 
Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I want to read you some definitions for this word trouble. It means to agitate, to cause one inward commotion. It means to take away your calmness of mind. It means to disturb your equanimity, to disturb your mental calmness, your composure, and your evenness of temper, especially in a difficult situation. It means to strike your spirit with fear and dread. It means to render anxious or distressed. And Jesus said, don't let your heart get into that condition. Number one, this is not a suggestion. It's not even a request. It is a command from the Lord Jesus Christ. Just like you told us, do not fear or do not do that or do not do this. Number one, it's a command. Number two, anytime God gives us commands, it's always because he knows what's best for us. It's for our benefit as well as for the benefit of others. Number three, if he commanded us to do this, that means we're able to do it. Because some people say, oh, I just can't help how I feel. I can't just help the thoughts that are running through my mind. I just can't help my emotions. Yes, you can. Don't buy into the enemy's lie where you can't help it. Yes, you can. Go ahead and put that in the chat. Say, I can control my emotions. I can control my heart. Go ahead and put that in the chat and say that loud. So I can control my emotions. I can control my heart. I can control my emotions. I can control my heart. Because Jesus says, don't let your heart get into this condition. Don't let your heart be troubled. Now, usually when your heart is troubled or agitated or disturbed internally, it comes in phases that we'll see it a little bit here and a little bit there. And if we don't check the little bit, all of a sudden we'll call it a tsunami of this troubling anxiety and losing our calmness on the inside that was swept away. So what do we have to do? We have to take every thought captive and make sure we have emotions and don't let our emotions have us. You are a spirit being, you have a soul, which is your mind, your will, and the control center of your emotions, and you live in a physical body. You have a soul, you have emotions. Don't let your emotions have you. So that means you have to be on guard to make sure you keep your emotions in check. That when you begin to feel on the inside disturbed, when you begin to feel you're losing your calmness on the inside, that you're losing your temper on the inside, that you're becoming agitated on the inside, you immediately check like, no. Jesus said he left with me his peace. I choose peace in this moment. I choose to experience the peace of God. I choose to be at peace and not be agitated and not have the turmoil on the inside. Yes, there's turmoil on the outside, but I'm not gonna let turmoil get on the inside. You know, I've seen this quote many times before and I saw it on social media this morning. And it says, a boat doesn't sink because of always the situations around it. The boat sinks because the water that's around it gets in the boat and weighs it down. You don't have to sink because of what goes on around you. Just what, don't let what goes around you get on the inside. Yes, all those things are going around you. Yes, those things are happening, but don't let them in here. You have to stop it. You have to check it every time fear shows up, every time anxiety shows up, every time your calmness is being checked, every time your temper is being tempted to let no, you stop it right there. And when you make it a habit to stop it right there, then you're in a habit of controlling your emotions. You're operating in the fruit of meekness. You know, the meekness is one of the fruit of the spirit in Galatians chapter five. And that word paints the picture of a fierce will 
under control, a fierce will yielding to a higher will. It was used to talk about taming wild, fierce animals. And you may have a fierce will. You may have fierce emotions. And you have a meekness that's not weakness. That's another good thing to put in the chat. Put meekness is not weakness. Meekness is strength under control. Meekness is taming your emotions. Yes, you have emotions, but your emotions don't call the shot. Well, what calls the shots, Pastor? Your spirit. You have said, I'm going to follow the word of God. Now you renewed your mind to the word of God and you grab hold of your emotions. And my emotions are not running the show. My emotions are not leading me today. My emotions are not guiding me today. Because what happens when you get so caught up in your emotions and you just follow your emotions, what feels right? Soon your emotions take on a religious voice. And you'll say that's the Holy Spirit leading you when it's really your emotions or your bitterness or your anger or your, anger or your anxiety. No, keep your emotions in check. Emotions were given to you, but don't let your emotions possess you. You possess your emotions. Don't let your emotions possess you. Keep your emotions on, in, under control. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let it be agitated. Don't let it create an inward commotion inside of you. Don't let it take away the calmness of your mind. Don't let it disturb your equanimity. Keep your mental calmness, keep your composure, keep your evenness of temper, even in a difficult situation. Don't let it strike your spirit with fear and dread. Don't be rendered anxious or distressed. Jesus gave you peace. Choose that peace. You need to choose that peace every single day. So let me lead you in a confession real quick about peace. Say, my God, is the God of peace. He is Jehovah Shalom. He sends peace. Jesus said, he left me his peace. Not peace like the world gives, but peace that comes from him. I choose peace. I receive that peace, that gift of peace. And I choose peace instead of being disturbed in my mind. I choose peace instead of anxiety. I choose peace instead of losing my temper. I choose peace instead of being disturbed on the inside. I have the peace of God. I'm led by the peace of God. The peace of God is greater than my emotions. And I choose peace. You know something that tells us in Isaiah? That when you keep your mind stayed on God, he'll keep you in perfect peace. Shalom, shalom, complete wholeness. The peace that comes from being whole. So one of the things I want to encourage you to do today is you go throughout the day and do all the stuff you got to deal with in normal life. Keep your mind on God, on his faithfulness, on his love for you. When any challenge comes up, think about him. Think about the victory he's given you. When you're tempted to worry, you're tempted to fret, tempted to be disturbed on the inside, you stop it right there. Say, you know what? Yeah, I didn't want this situation. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to show up, but my God is good. I'm on the way inside. He's given, he's given me his peace. I choose peace. Make that your decision today, throughout the day and every day. Choose the peace of God and enjoy the peace that comes from him. That's one of the ways you can be stable during unstable times. And when the world has lost its peace, you have peace. And what that peace becomes not only a blessing to you and your family, but it becomes an evangelism tool. Why? It's evangelistic because people 
see you at peace when the world's in turmoil. And they want to know how you can be at rest and at peace at this point. And then you can tell them about the hope you have in Jesus. So enjoy your peace. It'll be a blessing to you. It'll be a blessing to yours. And it'll be a blessing to the world around you. I love you so much. Remember that God of peace has sent you peace today. So choose his peace. And something good is going to happen to you today. So expect miracles. I love you so much. I'll see you tomorrow on Faith in the Morning. God bless.